Hey there. My name's Adam. I'm one of the radio producers at Triple R here in Melbourne, Australia. Before you dive into this week's podcast, I just wanted to let you know that it's Radiothon time here at the station. What's Radiothon? It's our annual subscription and donation drive. It's the most important time in the Triple R calendar. Triple R is a fully independent, listener-supported broadcaster. All the programs and podcasts that you hear on the station only exist because of you, the listener, providing the financial support for us to do what we do best. If you like what you hear from Triple R's programs and presenters, now is the perfect time to donate or take out an annual subscription with the station. Anyone who subscribes to Triple R from Friday, August 25 to Wednesday, October 4, 2023, will go in the chance to win one of hundreds of major and specialty prizes. There's things out there for everyone. Uh, There's big major prizes if you live in Victoria. There are prizes for pets. If you want to subscribe a cat or a dog to the station, people do. Um, If you want to find out more about subscribing and hear about all the great prizes, you can head to rrr.org.au forward slash radiothon. I'll leave you now to enjoy a very special Radiothon edition of this week's podcast. Triple R's regular programming will return on September 4. See you later. Triple R. It's time for Radiotherapy. Welcome aboard, and not just any Radiotherapy edition. No, no, no. It's the Radiothon edition for 2023. I have with me in the Radiotherapy classroom (laughs) (laughs) Dr Dilemma, Dr Neo, Dr Sharma, and myself, Panelbeat. Our teacher. (laughs) Hardly. Yes. Hardly. (laughs) Professor Palbino. Oh, so far from that. So far from that. Good morning, one and all. Good morning to you. Feeling pumped for Radiothon? I am, but I've got to say, the tone has changed slightly ever since you've introduced this classroom metaphor. Uh-huh. I'm feeling a bit tense. You heard us all giggle. It's been a while since I've been uh, Handing out detentions if you're not on your best behaviour. Send you to the principal's office. A bit of that. Well, it does kind of feel like you're our teacher, Oh, really? How yeah. so? Well, well, you, you, you kind of sit there in front of us. You, you, you drop, drop uh, knowledge bombs all yeah. day. <laughs> very, very wide. Oh, dear, notes dear. all the time. Oh, yeah. dear, oh, dear, dear, oh, dear. Um, yes, well, I hope you learn. Panel beating powers. So. I'm not sure what you're learning, if that's the case. <laughs> hey, it's really good to see you. And um, listeners, it's fabulous to have you on board for the Radiothon um, episode. We know that you know that um, we're a great big community and once a year um, we get together and we come cap in hand to you singing the praises of Triple R and encouraging you to share a bit of your hard-earned, if you can, um, as uh, subscribers to Triple R. And those subscriptions are varied. Um, we've got full subscriptions at $85, concession, um, which you might be a student, you might be under 18, pension. We're also just saying, if you're feeling a bit strapped, go with concession, no questions asked. Um, and that's at 40 bucks. For those of you feeling passionate, can got a few extra coins available. Uh, it's 195 Business can come in at 500 if you're a business and you're feeling so inclined. Band, DJs and artists at 85 And remember, all donations over $2 are tax deductible deductible. Get your subscription in rrr.org.au. It is really, really straightforward. If you're a first-time subscriber, don't be intimidated by being um, going online and hitting up the Triple uh, R website. It's a really a couple-of-step process, no drama at all. And for those of you who are re- renewing, you know that to be the case. Um, and whether you're new or renewing, welcome to the Radiothon again. 
Um, I trust you guys have all signed. Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> Not worth asking. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I'm offended you asked. <laughs> yeah. How dare I? Hey, um, what are we going to do educationally for today to link in the theme, folks? That's a very, very good question. So I think everyone... We need you to get a bit more on the mic there, mate. Well, Sorry, I can see you stretching. Everyone knows that uh, we um, here at Radiotherapy are an educational podcast. Yep. And um, panel bidders provide us with some homework to come up with some <laughs> some uh, nice, fun medical facts. Uh, so I think today we're gonna we've all brought our own individual facts, um, and everyone's been working very hard at home, and we're gonna, gonna drop some knowledge bombs. Um, and the best thing is though. That we we want you to be sharing your uh, yeah. best medical facts with us, and I think we'll try and read out the best ones uh, live on air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'd love to hear um, home remedies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How do you fix the cold? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. The man flu being Father's Day. I forgot Father's hey. Day. Yes, hey. it is. Happy Father's Day. Happy to Father's, all Father's Day. Fathers out there. Happy Father's Day. Get your get your dad a subscription to Triple R. Oh. That would be a thing. Nothing he'd, nothing he'd want more. Yeah, that's a great Father's Day present. Um, we um, need to get some uh, get some uh, subscribers in, and let's keep uh, Simon and Lou busy out in the green room so that we can uh, get a few subscribers coming in, and we are looking forward to reading out those names. To kick us off, I'm going to get some toe-tapping, and we're going to bring those names together and start reading them out to you, one and all. So subscribing again, rrr.org.au. You're on Radiotherapy 3RRR with Dr Neo, Dr Dilemma, Dr Sharma, myself, panel beater. We'll be back shortly. This is a podcast from RRR, an independent media organisation in Melbourne, Australia. To find out more about Triple R or to explore many more shows, podcasts, articles, videos and interviews, head to the Triple R website at rrr.org.au. We've got some subscribers. Dr. Dilemma. We do. This is a this sounds like a family subscription. We've got thanks to Paddy, Polly, Andrew, Joe and Socks Boom Boom who are in Footscray, who have renewed uh, for Respect the Rock with a message, Rock on Triple R. Thank you to the Socks Boom Boom family. (laughs) And I have a fun fact. My medical fun fact for the Boom Boom family is, oh, this is one I like, around 20% of the population have an extra bone in their knee joint. It's called the fabella, which is Latin for little bean. It's a tiny bone usually found in the lateral head of the gastrocnemius muscle, which is the main calf muscle. Very cute little fabella. Wow, class is in session because I do <laughs> not Are you learning? Yeah. That. <laughs> this is great for That's me. That's my fun little fact. End of show exam. Yeah. 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 yeah, it'll be on the quiz. So thanks to the, to the family in Footscray. That's um, keeping us on the air for another, another 12 months. Um, so I've got a few ones here that I'll, uh, I'll um, speed through. Um, so I've got Dave Rockford from Mount Eliza, who uh, subscribed to Vital Bits with a donation uh, as well. So thank you very much, Dave. Kerry Firth from Altona North, um, who subscribes to Radiotherapy. Thank you very much, Kerry. And um, a big shout-out to Ethan Smalling in St Kilda, um, who is about to uh, interview for postgraduate medicine. Wow. wow! Congrats, Ethan. That's a big, uh, big achievement. You know, we've uh, we've been there. It's um, well done, Ethan. It's not a very easy thing to go through. Um, so here's one for you, Ethan. Uh, and 
Good luck. It's a, it's a classic medical school one. So sickle cell disease and malaria, how are they related? Oh, they are. They are related. This so, is a great fun fact. So recessive sickle cell disease is a recessive uh, disease uh, and recessive diseases kind of persist in a population because of selection pressures. So they must have a reason for existing in the population. And sickle cell people who carry the trait and not the full disease are actually more immune to malaria uh, then your standard counterparts. So that's why you find sickle cell, cell disease in areas where you get malaria. Mm, there you see, go. There's always silver lining. Well, not always. <laughs> in fact, really. Mm. Looking on the bright side. <laughs> oh, yes. And I've got one for Robin Berg, who is doing a web renewal. Robin from Brighton is subscribing to Stolen Moments. Robin, I've got a fact for you. Did you know that every three to four seconds, Robin, Around 50,000 cells in your body will die and be replaced by new ones. We are forever replenishing. Mm. <sighs> nice one. I have somebody who I know to be a long-time Triple R subscriber and listener. And we welcome the subscription from Ali of Fitzroy North. Subscribing to Radiotherapy, good on you, Ali, excellent taste there. Thank you to all the committed volunteers at Triple R. Special shout-out to Panel Beta, thank you, Ali. Long live the good times and rock and roll. I went down a medical history rabbit hole for some fun facts. I like this one. In the late 19th century, milk was believed to be the perfect substitute for blood. And the, f- uh, and the fatty oil uh, for the blood cells. <laughs> However... While a few instances of this procedure were successful, many resulted in um, death. But the milk dropped the patient's <laughs> pulse immediately to point where they had to be resuscitated with whiskey. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I love this last sentence. The patient only lived 10 days after the operation. Look, oh, but um, had a good time. <laughs> I, I must say that prescribing whiskey to my paediatric patients has got me in trouble a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't understand why. Um, <laughs> is that all the names you've got going there? I've got more. We've yeah, got go. more subscriptions. We've got one coming from Pete Markovic in Mount Martha, who has subscribed to Radio Marinara in particular. So catch you on air next week. Thank you, Pete. And oh, one of our favourites is a, is a pet subscription. We've got Woody the Wonder Dog Clarkson. Well, actually, perhaps he's... I'm not sure if Woody is a dog or a person, but um, in any case, Woody's from the beautiful part of the world, Cape Patterson, and has renewed via the web uh, for the party show. Thank you, Woody. Um, so just remember, put your uh, put your fun facts in for the uh, for the radiotherapy educational uh, session today. I've got another one. Uh, sticking on the recessive disease and selection pressure, how are cystic fibrosis and cholera related? Cystic fibrosis and cholera. Wow. So it actually is if you're carrying the cystic fibrosis gene, which, uh, fun fact, approximately one in 25 of us from uh, the kind of Northern European uh, United Kingdom area are carrying, which is huge, mm. um, you are actually less likely to die from cholera huh. um, because you're, the cystic fibrosis gene is all about kind of uh, – it's a transporter which um, – releases electrolytes into different parts of the body and when you carry the gene your intestine has less of this transporter that will will release things into the intestines Ah. which means that you get less diarrhea less dehydration less death and if you're wondering why it is that Dr. Neo is coming up say, with these incredible facts, it's because he's preparing for his paediatrics exam. <laughs> so he currently knows more than everyone in this room put together, <laughs> and I'm loving this. 
<laughs> uh, and I have one from Keith Amy from Ferntree Gully who's doing a web renewal and donating uh, a few extra bucks subscribing to Off The Record. Keith's got a message saying, listening to Marinara this morning, very funny guys, love all the programs, best radio station in the best city for music in Oz, local radio for local music. Thanks, everyone. And thank you, Keith. And, you know, we love your support. This is what keeps us going, of course. And I've got a fact for you, Keith. Uh, During the average lifetime, your heart will pump a grand total of 182 million litres of blood. And that's what makes the the myocytes, the the heart unique, is that it's the muscle that never tires, just keeps giving. Like, hopefully you will as you subscribe. <laughs> yeah, see what you did there? Yes. <laughs> you get a, a gold stamp on that one there, uh, Student Sharma. I'm very proud. <laughs> Is that all our names for the, uh, the moment? That's what we've got for this round. Okay. Let's uh, go to a, a, a quick track and we'll be back with more subscribers. Get on it. RRR.org.au to make your subscription to this wonderful station and um, stay a very healthy, wealthy um, uh, member of the community. This is a podcast from Triple R, an independent media organisation in Melbourne, Australia. Triple R is listener supported radio and receives no direct government funding. If you would like to financially support Triple R by donating or becoming a subscriber, hit up the Triple R website to find out how. Dr. Dilemma, Dr. Dilemma, got some uh, wonderful people. They are coming in thick and fast, our wonderful subscribers. We've got an interstate subscriber, which is a bit exciting. Um, Natasha Frisch from Elizabeth Bay in New South Wales is renewed to the entire station and has said, you can take the woman out of Melbourne, but you can't take three triple R out of the woman. Thanks to all who volunteer their time to create brilliant radio. Thank you, Natasha. I've got also a very generous uh, Frank Lambrick from Reservoir who has... um, um, been a passionate sub- subscriber and has also made a donation of $150 wow. towards Eat It and said, love the whole station, guys. Great work. Thank you so much, Frank. We've got Tracy Bartram from Croydon who subscribed to Vital Bits. Shout out to Tracy. Got Ray Fossard from West Footscray who subscribed to Twang and said, happy Father's Day to Ray. Lots of love from Alex. So a, a Father's Day subscription. We love that. And coming in so quick, we can barely keep up. There's Kevin Stewart from Castlemaine, who subscribed to the Breakfasters. Breakfast, I can't say that. (laughs) Serena DeCretza from Hawthorne, who subscribed to the Grapevine. And Jamie Arant from Brunswick, very local, subscribed to JVG Radio Method, made a $50 donation as well and left us a message. Always look forward to the Sunday banter on JVG. Terrific broadcasting guys from Alex, Jamie Isaac and Gabrielle of the Sedoti Arant family. Thank you all. And to those subscribers, I have a fun fact for you. This is my fun fact for today. And I must say, I wasn't really familiar with this one. I think maybe it was in a deep, deep sign up somewhere. You typically only breathe through one nostril at a time. Thanks to something called the nasal cycle, where it's a kind of an unconscious, spontaneous you reciprocal congestion and decongestion of your nasal mucosa during the day. Almost all of us do it. Preference one nostril over another and it chops and changes throughout the day. Isn't that bizarre? That is bizarre. And now we are all conscious of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. And the thing is you can actually see it on, C- on CT scans. So when you CT scan, do a CT scan of your sinuses, one side will typically be more aerated than the other side uh, and that's just a, a nice little demonstration of it. There you go. Pretty cool. 
Loving it. This I'm learning. going to smash his exams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing uh, will surprise him. He's heard it all. Yeah. He knows it all. Well, speaking of, I've got two lovely messages um, for our little radiotherapy group. So first off, from Louise Helmont in Diamond Creek, who um, subscribed by the web with a donation to uh, the good radiotherapy. Saying, love radiotherapy is help the whole family separate the wheat from the chaff of medical information by getting information from researchers rather than unsubstantiated online sources. Yes, Louise, yes. Love hearing that. And then another lovely message from Kate Bysouth in Healesville, who um, also do- had a donation and moved by the web, uh, saying, bring back the fabulously educational Pop Goes Your Health, please. Ah, yes. yes! Okay. Uh, Kate, Kate's Kate, onto something. Kate. Uh, yes, that is uh, perhaps the best segment that we've, we've ever come up with. So to both of you, I've got uh, a lovely little fact. Have you ever wondered why some people can have a coffee before bed and then go straight to sleep? No. Because they're also drunk. Because they've got so, kids. <laughs> in, in fact, I know someone who will take an espresso to bed and drink the espresso as their little like night right before going no to sleep. Way. So what are they just hypermetabolizers or something? So it's actually due to the mutation in an adenosine gene. Wow. Which is so adenosine is kind of your, your sleep sensing gene. You build up adenosine throughout the day and it kind of stimulates you to go, Oh I'm I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired and then you'll go to sleep when you're when it gets to a certain point. But with a mutation in this, it contributes to caffeine sensitivity. So some people will get insomnia with too much caffeine and will have to kind of wheel it back. And some can have an espresso and still go straight to sleep. Wow. There you go. But um, caffeine in general is just an antagonist towards adenosine. So that's what's actually happening when you drink. You're stopping that, that sleep signal from working. Not after lunch for me. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah we'll not you sleep. Thank you. you can thank your genetics for that one. Okay. Uh, I've got a few subscriptions here. Uh, Hilary Harper from Preston uh, renewing, doing a web renewal. Uh, Double Bounce is the show Hillary's a fan of. Grant Walker from Muraduck, uh, web renewal. Twang is into Twang, but also wanted to support not just Twang, radiotherapy and all the announcers. Graciously accepted uh, Grant. And Karen Parker from King Lake doing a web renewal to radiotherapy. And Karen says, love my Sunday school sessions on Sunday morning. Always learning so much from Triple R Radio. Well, then let me let me give you some more, Karen. The smallest cell in the human body is sperm. But the largest uh, cell in the human body is the ova. And the, the reason I find this so interesting is the ova is actually visible to the naked eye. You could, it's the, the one cell that is so big huh. that you can literally just see it. I think it's very interesting. I, I, okay, I, I can absolutely expose my lack of medical expertise. I don't know why, but I assumed a cell was a cell was a cell in terms of size. No, it's not a, all the, cells are created equal. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Most, most you'd need a very, very impressive microscope to be able to see, but obviously the... How about that? It was absolutely massive, yeah. Uh, so I've got a few more that we can go through. So Louise Dewberry from Kyneson. Uh, who's removed back to stolen moments. Thank you very much, Louise. And then there's Bert uh, Shank from Brunswick, who's renewed to the station. And Carolina Fran... Ooh, I'm going to pronounce that one wrong. Franz, Frank, Frank Zuck from Yolambi. I've definitely pronounced that wrong with a donation. To the, uh, to the station saying, you're RRR educational. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that one. Thanks so much, Carolina, Philippa and Stevie. Thank you so much for all of your, um, 
your, your subscriptions. I want you all, Louise, Carolina, and Bert, to look down your hand. And I want you to put your thumb and your, fo- and your, your pinky together. And staring at your palm, I want you to see, looking at your wrist, do you have a little tendon that's popped up there? Hmm. I think some of you might and some of you might not. That's what we call palmaris longus. And it's actually a vestigial muscle. Vestigial being it was once used... Do we need a language alert? Yeah, okay. language alert. It's vestigial meaning it was once a, um, a functional muscle that has since become um, evolutionarily kind of... Uh, Redundant. Redundant. Um, similar to something like the appendix, which, I mean, we think that the appendix is actually not that vestigial, but we'll get that. We can get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so there's actually no reason for it to function currently because it used to kind of re- retract um, things like um, skin around your fingernails to create claws. Mm. Um, and some people have it and some people don't. So I have it. Um, and I think it's, it's, it'll do with certain like racial grips. We'll have. Um, have more of it, and some will have yeah, less. Yeah, I've got it too. Is um, there much redundancy in the body? Tons. tons. More than we're you all, would think. Have you ever thought about my the brain? Ma- is have you ever thought about <laughs> the, <laughs> ever thought about the male nipple? <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, yes, um, and I've actually got one that I I'm not I'm not allowed to read out. Um, yes. No, we're not allowed. Uh, and it's very. I mean, a very. I mean, we can't say no to any of these um, these requests. So we'll have to hand the penalty. I have to hand over to the penalty to to the teacher in the classroom. Which where am I going? The second, You'll the know it one. when you see it. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Uh, okay, I see. Uh, Katrina, thank you very much. Of Katrina of Fitzroy uh, for subscribing, and um, yes, they've they've made me blush in the in the uh, classroom here at Radiotherapy um, for reading out a request for panel B to read out my name in his dulcet tones, please. Oh, mm-hmm. Katrina, that is uh, very flattering and very what blush- was that name inducing. again? Katrina, oh, the, the full name. Sorry, oh, sorry, just nice and slow. Katrina Flora. There we go. Yes. Look at those dolphins. Oh, yeah. I got you. I see. <laughs> yeah. I think I think panel beta is... Uh, it never been this red before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. It's Brain's there malfunctioning. Um, I, I've got a trivia piece. Oh, have you now? Yes. Um, so, no, no news to many of you that the first dissection of a human body took place in 1702 at the Royal College of Surgeons in Edinburgh, right? We know that. Everybody knows that. Oh, I know Everybody that. knows that. 1702. Did you know that up to that point, what the only legal way uh, for a surgeon to obtain a dead human body for dissection was? No idea. Grave robbing. Mm, that was an option, but it wasn't legal. It's not legal. <laughs> yeah, the clue might be the robin. No, can't say I know. Ooh. Ooh. Executed criminals. Oh, oh wow. Sheesh. There we go. More bid. Up to that point. Mm. Up to that point. Yeah. Well, a lot of our anatomy textbooks before that point were based around animals. Um, so Galen, the, uh, the the famous gladiatorial physician, did a lot of his anatomical drawings on things like pigs. So that's why everything was a little bit wrong. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Goodness. Be, that probably explains a lot about my anatomy knowledge. I've, I've probably just been reading the You've wrong textbooks. You've been reading textbooks. Galen's textbooks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first edition. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got a few to read out here. I've got uh, Wes Hannah from Furniture Gully doing a web renewal for radiotherapy. Wes says, thanks for keeping me, well, saying this is a strong word. Let's go with informed, says Wes. Keep up the good work and we shall, Wes. Maria Karpik from Mulvin is doing a web renewal to Livewire. And 
Andrew the Bastard. Uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, uh, that's not my opinion. That's that's the that's how Andrew wants to be addressed. You'll only hear that kind of language on community radio. <laughs> yeah, not having it on ABC, I'll tell you that. Andrew the Bastard from Box Hill South uh, doing a web renewal, passionate donation of 200 bucks oh. to the station. Thanks Amazing. for being there. The planet needs you more than ever. Thank you so much, Andrew. And I'll give you a fun fact for, for all three of you. After a long day's work, you'll be around eight millimetres shorter than you were in the morning. So if you feel taller than when you wake, uh, when you wake up, it's because you are. And I think you can all, all three of uh, these subscribers can stand tall and proud for supporting our great station. <laughs> Thank you so much for your subscriptions and your donations. Very generous. Dr. Dilemma is there shaking her head because I think she's... That was uh, my fun yeah. fact, Dr. Oh. Sharma. Oh, we, we can share the fun. <laughs> share the fun. That is a fun fact. And if you're going to put your height on your Tinder profile, uh, make sure you measure your height in the morning. Clever. That's where we're going wrong. Oh, man. I'm going to so fast Cafe now. dates only in the morning. No, yeah. <laughs> no dinners. <laughs> How we, uh, Dilemma, do you have any more names there? I don't. Look, oh, I've got, we've got all we've got, of mine. We've got, we've got some, some more coming in. Here we go. Lou's coming in. Perhaps in the meantime, while we wait for some more subscribers, yeah. I will share my fun fact, which is a fun fact about babies. And thank you. We have... Thank you. When we're born, babies' eyes are about 75% the size that they will be in an adult, uh, like when they're an adult. So that's why, you know, babies have these big, beautiful eyes. And they don't grow very much from there on in. The rest of them grows. Oh, I see what you're saying. So they're close to fully formed. Yeah, close right. to fully adult-sized eyes. In you know, and our body. limbs grow very, very much and everything else grows a lot, but the eyes almost Not stay the, the same size. There's All a, right. There's an evolutionary advantage to that as well. What, what is it? It's uh, it's like the same same thing as puppy dog eyes. So you you know that makes big, them extra cute. The big eyes make extra cute and make you make them uh, want to cuddle them, and protect them a little bit. Oh, evolutionary <laughs> advantage and everything, everything we do. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got Ply the puppy from Brunswick who has subscribed to Radiotherapy and left um a beautiful personal message. Woof. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Plyad Murphy. Good on you. <laughs> We've got Helen Evans from Belgrave, who's a passionate subscriber. Um, shout out to The Mission and said, please maintain the message and the energy. Thank you for all the work you all do. So thank you, Helen, and thank you, Ply. Uh, I've got... I mean, I'm a little bit a little bit in shock here <laughs> from, from Dougald McAdam in Northcote. Dougald, thank you for renewing. Yeah, not to radiotherapy, but we'll, we'll forgive you because you've... Had an incredible donation of one thousand dollars. Oh, wow. Dougal. Dougald. So he says thanks to Max, Fee, Phoebe times two, the Bailey, Sir Tim, and Brian Wise, amongst many others. I'd be lost without you all, Dougald. That has earned a, a fact just for you. Uh, now, Dougald, not saying that this is related directly towards you, but uh, you ever wondered why some people? Well, not some people. This is quite rare, quite rare, but we'll go through it. Uh, Selenium. Do you know what selenium is? It's one of those little like micronutrients that are in uh, things like Brazil nuts, fish, mm. shellfish, turkey, chicken cereals. What happens if you eat too much selenium? You, yeah, you'll, uh, this rings a bell. You'll end up with garlic-smelling halitosis, <laughs> which is basically garlic <laughs> bread. So don't eat too many Brazil nuts out there, or else you'll, uh, you might not be your, your partner's best friend. And it's an interesting wow. one because there's so much emphasis on selenium at the moment because of this research that it enhances your memory. It's all pretty kind of minor stuff, but you know, it's, yeah. it's in vogue at the moment, so yep. careful. Smelling. You might you know, have Dougal. a long memory, but no one Yeah, can. no one wants so to be what's, near you. Ugh, what's the point? And, and am I right? I think there's something triggered in my memory here. 
that you can overdose, quote unquote, overdose on selenium? Oh, you can overdose on everything, everything mm. and anything. So your uh, your micronutrients and your macronutrients are in like quite a quite a narrow range, and um, there's side effects of having too much of anything and too little of anything. And I mean, often it's quite hard to do when you're living just a normal diet. Mm. But okay, maybe the thing that I um, now remember with the overdose with selenium is it doesn't take that much. So you right. it, yep. you know maybe more than a handful of Brazil nuts, for example. Yeah, you'd have to be smashing the Brazil nuts. Yeah. Bit, but, yeah. Um, or taking a supplement that's yes. not necessary. That, yeah, that's right. probably gotcha. it, right? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. it's a narrow, what do they call it, a narrow window, therapeutic index window. Hmm. Um, and so we'll move on to Nancy de Cruz in St Kilda East, who has uh, donated as well and has subscribed to Radiotherapy. Thank you very much, Nancy. She says, thanks, Jabla. Too many favourite programs to mention. You all Aww. make my day. Oh, thank you, Nancy. Uh, and here's one for you, Nancy. Uh, have you ever uh, had a bit of a stuffy nose? It's kind of like sitting there in front of your cheeks. You're a little bit, oh, I can't clear this. My, my can't clear my sinuses out. It's so frustrating. Well, if it's specifically there sitting in front of your cheeks, just try next time hanging your head over your bed, hanging, hanging, it, head, hanging it downwards. That's because the, all of the, the, the badness and all the pus is hanging out in your maxillary sinus, so that's your cheekbones. Um, and just through a bit of a quirk in our anatomy, the opening of that is at a position where it can't drain just when you're standing up. So it has to be, your head has to be kind of down and, uh, down and back, and then that will drain all the, uh, all the pus and will give you a little bit of symptomatic clearance. Huh. Try that out next time. I'm going to remember that yeah. next time for sure. That's very handy. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning more than our subscribers. <laughs> I really... It sounds like I need to get back into a classroom. Uh, I've got a couple to mention here. Barbara Rabai for Projects Architecture in Collingwood is doing a, a web renewal, business web renewal, uh, the, subscribing to Vital Bits. Uh, Barbara says, Having listened to Triple R since the early 80s when I was a student, love all the weekend programs. Gosh, that is that's a relationship. There we oh, go. I love it, Barbara. And you know, and there are lots of people listening now who are perhaps only just commenced their their journey with Triple R, and hopefully we'll hold on to you as long as Barbara has stuck around with us. And what better way to commemorate to to commence that journey with us? than with a subscription, so do call. And Madeline O'Reilly from Aspendale is also doing a web renewal to the station. I've got a kind of dual fact for you both. The largest muscle in the body, what do you think it is? The, the, someone here will know. Largest or longest? Largest, like largest by a tongue. It's Gluteus Maximus. Gluteus Maximus, Maximus. yes. Maximus. And, this, and I think a lot of, of people know that. He's, uh, we, we're getting a <laughs> Leighton Hewitt <laughs> come on in the, uh, in the studio by, uh, by Dr. Nia. But the smallest muscle a lot of people might not know is the stapedius. It's that tiny muscle in the ear that retracts the bone, that pulls away from the eardrum. That's the smallest muscle in the body in your ear canal. And how small is it? Oh, like, well, I mean, like yeah. a pinhead? Oh, no, well, yeah, it's a bit bigger than that. Like, you can actually kind of see the shape. You see it with the naked eye. Definitely bigger than that. You can actually kind of appreciate its shape, but we're talking like smaller than a fingernail hmm. type stuff. Where are we at? Uh, we... I've, I've got a few more. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so, we've got Ian Sperling in Croydon. Thank you for your renewal to Vital Bits. And. Uh, Louise Clossy in Coburg North. I've pronounced that wrong again. I'm very sorry. Uh, <laughs> who's renewed to to the station? Thank you both. Uh, sticking on the you know the the end of winter vibes and having um, some stuffy noses. If you have a stuffy right nostril, 
you know, as we were talking about before with your, you can kind of swing between um, your right sinuses and your left sinuses. If you've got specifically a stuffy right nostril, you can actually make it a stuffy left nostril by putting some pressure in your armpit. What? What? Yep. So there's a little... <laughs> Paddle <laughs> Bean and I, this is showing... Have you been possessed by Gwyneth Paltrow? <laughs> there, so there's actually... Fact, oh, fact check. Actually, this is, this is from a journal article, I promise. There is actually like a lymphatic trick, like... Journal of make it up as you go along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little lymphatic trick, which um, we're pushing in certain parts, we'll, we'll kind of... Push lymphatics, lymphatics. <laughs> no, I'm sounding no. worse. I'm sounding worse. I'm, I'm hearing. Worse. I promise. I promise. Yeah, the journal's <laughs> name is Goop. Yeah. Yeah. Be, anyway, so use my code to subscribe to Goop. Interestingly, date of publication <laughs> April first. <laughs> you, you've fallen so far from the start of the episode. <laughs> no from learning the intricacies of uh, recessive genes and genetics <laughs> down to pressing your armpit to clear your nostril. Peer reviewed, I promise. <laughs> this is what I mean. Peer reviewed. Try it at home. Do it and face north. Uh, grow next yeah, toe. Yeah, someone with a stuffy nose out there. Please, yeah, please <laughs> subscribe and let us know in the comments. Did this work for you? <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, is that? Uh, I've, I've got a couple. I've got Dave Best from Southbank doing your web renewal to off the record. Uh, Dave wants to thank Brian and all the other great Triple R presenters for their for continuing to entertain and educate you. That last bit was definitely more entertaining than it was educational, <laughs> Dave. So uh, you know, big pinch of salt. And uh, Matthew Rosso, Burwood East web renewal and a generous donation of fifty bucks to Radiotherapy. Oh, Thank fantastic. you so much, Matthew. A couple of facts for you both. Uh, everybody produces large amounts of saliva, and over the lifetime, it's enough to fill two Olympic-sized swimming pools. And uh, not just about we're not all just about the saliva, but also going to talk a bit about sneezing. When you sneeze, you can potentially travel at 100 miles per hour or even faster, the gust of wind. It really often surprises me just how much force the body can produce. Uh, it's pretty stunning stuff. 100 miles an hour. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Pretty impressive stuff. As is our new subscribers, Jason Bunn from Brunswick, who subscribed to Twang, and Ian Barrelet from another interstate subscriber from Mortdale in New South Wales, who's subscribed to On The Blower and written, have listened to Tony Biggs' program for years. Always entertaining and enlightening. Keep up the great work, Tony, from a fellow Type 1. Thank you, Ian, for your subscription. And for you, I have an extra fun fact. A fun fact involving roller coasters. So, hear me out. (laughs) Now, if you've ever had the unfortunate... Disfortune? Misfortune. Misfortune, excuse me. (laughs) Haven't had a coffee yet. Misfortune of having a kidney stone. It's one of the most painful things that a human can experience. Um, Very, very unpleasant. But a roller coaster could help. What? There was a study in 2016... also in a reputable yeah. journal. Like, what is like happening to this program? Where uh, we've really fall. No, they, they they went to the Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida, and they um, researchers had this model kidney, which had a kidney stone lodged right. in this model kidney, and they rode this this model on the roller coaster, the Thunder this- Mountains Railroad roller coaster, and they did a whole bunch of. Uh, these models rode the roller coaster, and they found yeah. that you can dislodge your kidney stones via the, you know, shakes and jolts and uh, the, wow. the momentum of being on a roller coaster. 
at quite impressive um, efficacy of dislodging your kidney stones and relieving your pain. <laughs> but you need to sit in the back row because that does a much better job of dislodging oh, your stones right. than sitting in the front row where perhaps those you know forces aren't so great. Small sample size, more work, more yeah. research to come. Doctor Sharma, yeah. pretty Extra, fun. Extensive more research. <laughs> I'm loving how like cool, okay. so huh? kidney stone is the most painful condition known, more painful than than, than childbirth, etc. The thought of putting those people, we're going to need to disconnect your morphine drip. Yeah, here's a ticket to Disneyland. <laughs> oh, what, do you get like a Medicare rebate? Oh, yeah, I mean, I imagine the tickets are expensive. Uh, now I should say they didn't test this on. Humans with kidney stones. They created uh, like a three D model? model of a kidney with stones inserted in different spots within throughout, you know, different spots that kidney stones can get lodged. So it's a model, but it's a, a prototype. Oh, man. But you know, can watch I say, this space. The, the the facts are getting definitively less factual <laughs> and way more fun. Yeah. Way one, more fun. I've right, got let's... one up my sleeve um, that might be apropos right now because this of the last couple, this may be the most legit, and it's related to uh, Whale Hotel. Um, and there was an article from 1899 mm-hmm. where there were reports that you could uh, go uh, where you could get some rheumatoid uh, treatment for your rheumatoid arthritis. Arthritis. Whenever a nearby whale died, patients could be rowed to the whale. Then the whale would be cut up in a narrow hole made in the body. The patient would then lie down in the carcass for around two hours. This process allegedly relieved soreness and inflammation. And this may be the best part. The treatment was reported to be discovered by, and I quote, a drunken man who was staggering along the beach of a whaling station at Twofold Bay and who, seeing a dead whale, cut it open and took a headed into the decomposing blubber. I think we, we've deteriorated. We need to, we've, let's bring it back. Let's I bring it back. All right. I don't recognise this show anymore. <laughs> I was better off not knowing that fact. My life, my quality of life was better before I heard that. Thank you, panel beater. Um, yeah. Did that pain and inflammation improve because they're distracted by being inside whales? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, look. Some confounding factors here. All right. Let's um, let's bring it back. All right. I've um, I've I've actually got one from uh, my my mother. A mother uh-huh. in Alfred North, um, who's saying Happy Father's Day to uh, to my father, long time listener of Triple R, and he's the he's the man who got me into into Triple R. He's the reason I'm here. So oh, it's lovely. Thank you very much, Dad. Good on you. I should just shout out. Actually, Dr. Um, Sharma read out my father earlier. I was too embarrassed to say oh, thank you, Dad. Love you. Happy Father's Day. Family. That's what Triple R is all about. He did. He introduced me to Triple R. All right, Dad. I bet you didn't know this one. So you know for. Treating cancers, we use a lot of different kind of weird and wacky um, chemotherapies. One of them, is, one of the ones that work really well, are platinum-based chemotherapies. They're called cisplatin, carboplatin, and oxaplatin. Did you know that they were discovered by accident? So it was actually a researcher who was trying to figure out why, um, if electrical currents could stop cells from dividing, put a bunch of E. coli in a dish, and um, he's, they said, "Oh well, we need something to kind of." Um, a, a metal to function on this and right. it needs to be inert. So let's use platinum because platinum's very renownedly to be in, <laughs> an inert metal. Um, and the experiment was a, a great success. Um, it, the, as soon as the electrical current went, it stopped the um, E. coli from dividing, but then it couldn't be replicated <laughs> when it didn't use platinum. So it turns ah. out that's, that, that the platinum was actually the, the compound um, stopping the cells dividing and that's how we get these wonderful... Um, Platinum-based chemotherapy. So happy wow. Father's Day, Dad. Incredible. There you go. Yeah. Interesting. This is a podcast from Triple R, an independent media organisation in Melbourne, Australia. 
Triple R is listener-supported radio and receives no direct government funding. If you would like to financially support Triple R by donating or becoming a subscriber, hit up rrr.org.au to find out how. Dr Dilemma. We've got Will Flatman from Coburg North, who's renewed via the web to the entire station. Thank you, Will. Lauren Logan from Sunbury, who's subscribed with a shout-out to Einstein a go-go. We've got Tim Gunstone from Maribyrnong, who has renewed to radiotherapy. Oh, thanks, Tim. And said, radio, uh, said Triple R is the all the best of Melbourne, and Sunday morning is an especial joy every week. Love you all. Thank you, Tim. Uh, and Di Rock from Edith Vale has renewed via the web and made a $200 donation. Wow. Especially for radiotherapy. So yes, thank you so much, Di. You, that Di. rocks. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> oh. All right. So uh, let's go. Chris Kimber in Meetung is um, he's subscribed to radiotherapy. Thank you so much, Chris, for the donation as well. Legends, great show. 30 years of magnificent Sunday mornings. And we've also got uh, Barbara Hine in Clifton Springs, who renewed via the web with a donation to the station. Uh, thank you very much, Barbara. And thank you, Lachlan, um, Lachlan Edgecombe in Templestowe, who's renewed via the web on the blower. All right. So, Chris, Barbara and Lachlan, did you know that in with spina bifida, which is a condition where you can have a little bit of an outpouching of your 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 neural tissue in different spots. Um, it's quite a, um, quite a serious and can be potentially devastating condition. They re- found out probably about 20 years ago that a large proportion of the people with spina bifida have a allergy to latex. Huh. And the, the theory is that because your central nervous system and your spinal cord is exposed and we, as the medical professionals, are touching it with latex gloves, oh, we're actually oh, sensitising oh. these people to a allergy to latex. And it's not dissimilar to what we're discovering with eczema. So eczema in, um, in young babies in particular is kind of a sort of like a break in the skin and then with certain oils, particularly nut-based oils, if they're rubbed on the baby's skin, particularly when they have eczema, that's putting nuts through the skin where they're not meant to be going, not going through the gastrointestinal tract, and that these children are more at, uh, more at risk of developing nut, nut allergies. This is wow. fascinating. Yep, so uh, that the recommendation for kids with eczema is kind of to use um, moisturisers that aren't... Uh, Aren't like haven't got any nut kind of additives, so no yeah. nut base, no floral scents, just a nice, mm. simple moisturizer. There you go. Goodness, you know, earlier we were talking a bit about vestigial organs, mm. uh, Doctor Neo. Well, we're talking about organs that we don't need, which is similar. You can well, actually, before I do that, why don't I do, do, talk about the subscribers? I'm going to dedicate that little fact to. How about that? I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting very You're so excited about this fact. session. And you know, I, I'm just, I'm just in the in the zone. Okay, Joe DeCellis from Glen Iris is doing a web renewal and a generous donation of fifty dollars to the station. And the message from Joe is: Long live the school of Triple R. I'm with you, Joe. And uh, Belinda Meyer from Sunbury is doing a web renewal to. Eat it, and the fact for both of you is as you know, going on the theme of vestigial organs. Here's what you can remove from the human body and still kind of be okay. You can remove your stomach, spleen, one lung, appendix, and a kidney, and you'll survive. 
See, we do have some, mm. some, some spares and some backups, some redundancies, <laughs> some is what uh, redundancy. was asking earlier about. You, you might not be the healthiest individual out there. Oh, no. You might survive. <laughs> but you'll survive. Yeah, survival's a low bar, <laughs> let's be honest here. I have a fun fact about the kidneys. Yes. When you have a kidney transplant, like, I, my ignorance back in the day, I thought that, you know, you take out the bad kidney and put in a good one. But no, they usually, you, you end up with three kidneys. Mm. Um, and they... Unless the remaining ones are causing issues, they usually just transplant the kidney yeah, and you end up with um, three kidneys and hopefully at least one that's working very slow, well. Slow it down there on the pelvis. I think mm. uh, Penelope has got some names. I do. Thank you, Dr Neo. I want to do a big, big shout out to Lily and Teddy Markham of Croydon with a message, woof, woof, we love Triple R. Lily and Teddy, we love you too and all in all of the Markhams uh, down at Croydon. Thank you so much for your subscription to Radiotherapy and fun fact for the Markhams of Croydon, mm, the first written records of medicine date back when, folks? Best guess? Written record? Written records. Uh, I think it's going to be like a couple of thousand years be like ago at least. Yeah. 1500 BC. Yeah. This was a, uh, in the form of a medical book called Eber's Papyrus. And this documentation was uh, a record of Egyptian treatments to keep track of what worked and what didn't. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. 1500 BC. I have to review it for my exams. Yeah, yeah, it'll probably be on the exam. <laughs> I, gotta say, I like the fact that it was what worked and what didn't. Like that's, <laughs> that's what true like science-based health is all about. Right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Process of elimination. Yeah, gosh, yep. it's. We've just got very uh, quickly the last subscriber, Dr. Sharma. I do. I do not. You do not. Well done. Um, I've got wrapped. more because they're coming in thick and fast. We've yep. got Denise Cornish from Carnegie. Who's uh, subscribe to the whole station. Just a big thanks. Thanks, Denise. We've got C.R. Foster from Northcote, Kit Warhurst from Preston, and Linda Hamilton from Melbourne. Uh, and Linda's left a special message. Thanks for making my Sundays so special. Thank you, Linda. Thanks for making ours so special by keeping us on there on Triple R Radiotherapy. Thank you, Dr. Dilemma. Thank you, Dr. Neo. Thank you, Dr. Sharma. And a special thanks to all the beautiful, wonderful people in the Triple R community who have subscribed this morning. It's we really, really do appreciate it, and we love bringing you uh, interesting science-based uh, radio here on Radiotherapy, and we'll be back doing that again next week. Hi, this is Panel Beater. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Triple R's Radiotherapy, a weekly radio show dedicated to health, medicine, and well-being, broadcast live on Triple R from Melbourne, Australia, every Sunday. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Feel free to get in touch with us via Radiotherapy's Facebook page.